Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V, and welcome to episode number 21 of the Elite Fitness Podcast, where we continue our interview with Mr. Dylan Jamelli. This is part two of the Psalms Rapid Fire episode. Without further ado, here it is. So it comes down to if you can afford it or not. All right. It, 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 30 milligrams a day is the ultimate best sweet spot dose, but you can get really good results at 20 milligrams a day. You're going to do extremely well on 20, but if you can afford to spend the extra money and not everybody can, and that's fine. Like I said, you're still going to do extremely well at 20, but if you really, really want to get max out of it, everything, you go 30 milligrams a day for the men. For women, uh, I generally only have them at five to 10 milligrams a day just to be on the safe side. Um, but it's a, it's a once a day dosing, you know, so it's like a 24 hour half life or close to it, not quite on there, but it's close enough. So it's once a day. It's very, very cut and dry easy. But like I said, if you can afford it, do that 30 milligrams. If not, 20 is just fine. Nice, nice. Um, so let's move on a little bit. Um, let's talk about S23. What can you tell me about S23? What's how how is that one maybe uh, different from Rad and YK11 and some of the other ones we've discussed? And and how how to best use it? So S23 is going to really kind of target the muscle and the bone tissues to promote really good muscle growth, bone health, things like that. Um, there's some studies out there. They're only done in animals, but they are showing that it actually helped to reduce the size of the prostates as well. But there's some, those are early stage types of things and they're only done in animals, but the possibility is there. Now, one thing that you got to understand about S23, it is extremely suppressive. I mean, it's termed a male contraceptive. And I am not shitting you. I even had a, a good friend of mine and he was like wanting to use it just so he couldn't have kids, you know, and asking me if that was okay to it. I mean, that's the extent on that. The other thing though, is that you have a really fast bounce back on it, which seems strange to me, but that's what it is. Re there's been a lot talked about for increasing sexual motivation in women with it. Um, there's preventing and all SARMs are pretty much known for preventing muscle wastage and muscle loss, but this to a much higher level, a lot of people would say that S23 was like a really, really, really strong S4. I don't know if I look at it just like that, but you, you're going to get more size with it than you would S4. You, you will definitely notice um, fat loss with S23. I mean, it's very, very noticeable. It's going to increase bone strength, like I said, and, and a lot of SARMs kind of go to that, but it, it does more so at a higher extent, higher level. The things about it that worry me or that you just, I hate to say worry me, but you just need to really, really understand is that you have got to run a full post-cycle therapy with this, not a mini post-cycle therapy. You can argue one for YK11, but I can also argue a, a mini post-cycle just a little bit stronger. 
you, you there's no mini post cycle with s23 you run a full post cycle you just don't run it because you're gonna you're gonna cause yourself problems if you you know it, you're gonna recover extremely well and and fast it's not going to be like a steroid even though i'm telling you it's highly suppressive the recovery seems to be a lot faster but you you, you want to run a, a full post cycle with this one a hundred percent but it's going to be pretty damn strong it's probably i would say the strongest overall sarm that you can run and i i don't even like Strong, the strongest as far as get, strongest as far as gaining size it'll be Androgen results, like what do you? Yes. Well, elaborate a little bit on that. What do you mean by that? Like, are you going to gain more size on this than on LGD? Is it going to be uh, more uh, androgenic? To say something like YK or Rad? What would what, what how, how so the most? Yes, more androgenic. There's just going to be more to it. So, like you know, when you're comparing an oral steroid, you'll say halotestin is one of the strongest oral steroids. Not going to necessarily give you the most size. But it it's it could be, you know the strength alone that it gives you is off the charts and the aggression nope. and nope. and the the suppression nope. it's it's so heavy so and then that's a great question because a lot of times when somebody hears the word stronger they just think it means most size and that's not true it's just not um, just I think pound for pound what it does overall and the effects that it has on you and and the harm that it can do to you it's it's the strongest, plain and simple, because strength too will factor in side effects, right? I mean, it's stronger in a variety of ways. That's why you always say, well, Superdraw is one of the strongest roles. Well, what's, you know, things like that. The side effects play a role in that their, too. Yes, you're absolutely right. Un, at their effective dosing, which one will help me gain more, more size, S, S23 or, or LGD? That's a tough one. That's a t I, I think. I would still lean to LGD if the main goal is to gain as much weight as possible. Um, but you'll you'll know you'll know more so that you're on S23 at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a tough question. I just asked you, by the way. It's a very tough question because even in the steroid realm, right? Someone could ask, well, would you gain more size on on D ball or on super draw? And in my opinion, the answer is. Yeah, that's tough. But I would say, okay, if you're willing to eat a shit ton of, of calories and good protein, you might, you could easily outdo uh, super draw gains over D-Ball if you just eat enough. Same thing could be said of, of trembling. But if, if you're not really like super force feeding and really stacking on the cows, that D-Ball will make you gain some, some, some weight and size. How much can you keep? That's a different story. But weight and size, pretty effortlessly. Not, not I mean... Won't be a solid, but I mean, you'll get. And so I know it was a very tough question to ask about S23. No, it's a good question. They're variables. Yeah, question. they're variables. Yeah, they're variables. Like if you know that guy is going to be, he's going to be really eating two grams of protein per pound of body weight, and he's going to be eating the calories he needs, and he's going to be training hard. Fuck, you give him that super draw, he'll get have amazing results with it. If he's not going to be eating two grams of protein per pound of body weight, if maybe you know his diet is. D ball, just gain some regular, some size, get get big, not as toxic. Yeah, I know it's a hard question to ask, brother. Brother, I, I just figure I'd catch you with it, see what you thought about it. But no, yeah, so it's good. It's a very good question. Yeah, you know, and and like I say, I somebody can argue with me all fucking day about it, but my point is, 
is I think you're going to gain a little bit more size with the LGD, but you're going to fucking know you're on S23 more than you, you know what I mean? You're, it's a stronger compound. So that's the answer. That, that makes, that makes a ton of sense. I know exactly what, what you mean. Um, like the S23, you're going to know you're on something when you're in the gym yes. from the time you wake till you know you're on something. LGD, you, you're just growing faster than you would naturally, but you might forget you're on this fucking thing here and there if you're not really in tune with your body and noticing it all the time. You just, you're just gaining weight at, a, at a, a faster rate, correct? Well, yeah, and you'll know you're on LGD for sure, but you're, you'll really know you're on S23. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotcha. you, I mean, you know I what gotcha. I mean. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, moving on to we're still on uh, S. So SR nine zero zero nine. Talk to me about that one. That's a that's a. It seems that guys uh, are per, per, perceived as a shorter actin um, GW. It has some of the same effects, but but it's much shorter actin. And one, I think you and I discussed this before. One good way to guys have been stacking it doing GW because that has a much longer half life, and then using SR more as a pre workout of. of sorts uh and they both kind of stack well together uh talk to me a little bit about sr9909 am i wrong about my assessment what do, what do you how do you feel about it what do you think and also something important if it's just a shorter if it's just going to behave as a shorter acting gw what place does it have i mean why is it even necessary so i'll let you take the floor on that well and then that's part of the i think sometimes the confusion that people haven't read up on it or whatever the main the main thing about sr9009 or benefit is that it is going to help you with like a metabolic disorder right so if you're having uh metabolic issues slower metabolism things like that it's going to help that and it, it's also and these are tests that were done on mice mind you but reductions in anxiety decreased inflammation, decreased cholesterol. So there's a lot more to it, you know, than people talk about. Now, stamina endurance is obviously in the fat burning. It was it, when, I don't know if you remember this or not, but when, when it first, first came out, it was called exercise in a bottle. And there were, there was people making some pretty big claims that they weren't doing shit and still, you know, taking this and losing weight and things like that. And I Get believe it. that's possible. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're not going to, you, you need to be busting your ass on it. If you really want to get the results, you know, it's not a, uh, a license to just not do shit and eat like shit. And you think you're going to lose weight that I just don't want people to think that, but it, it, it's strong, man. It really is. Um, it, it, th th these are all my studies and I'm not the biggest, hugest fan of that, but that's all we really got to work with. Um, but it, it did for show now, that for it now, could, at least, right? yeah. for now. Yeah. I mean, it was altering the activity and circadian clocks, sleep patterns in the animals. And, you know, because of some of the physical effects that it had the animals, it, it oftentimes, you know, kind of boost physical performances. Um, and that's why it was called exercise in a bottle and all of that shit that it, it's just one of those things that gets misunderstood and, a lot of information gets passed around and misused and, and things like that, but it does a lot more than I think a lot of people give it credit for or really understand and relate to. 
And like you were saying, you can use it a multi. We discussed this before. I remember us talking about it. There's a multiples of ways to use it. There's not just one set way. Um, and that that's kind of like a use it how you find it suits you best, you know, type of deal. Yeah, which yeah. is for, for, for sure. It's very interesting compound. SR9009 is one of the ones that piqued my interest more out of the out of the new batch of uh, of pro of SARMs that are out there. It's a very, very interesting one because of all the additional health effects it has. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's so it, now SR9009 SR9, SR9, that attaches to androgen receptors in the body, correct? Yes. And and um and now I'll let you finish about the metabolic, and then we'll, we'll talk about the last two that are under the Psalms uh, umbrella of definition, I guess you could say, but aren't really some because they don't attach to the androgen receptor. They, they have no effect on it at all. It's not the pathway that they use to exert their their effect in the human body. So I'll let you finish about metabolic rate, and then jump right on from that one over to GW, which uh, they boot. They both have some comparable uh, benefits and uh, some people, again, uh, that I've seen out there, guys really wanted to cut that body fat and, and keep their cardio up. We'll stack these two together. Um, GW, uh, twice a day dosing, and then SR pre-workouts. And, and, you know, and sometimes as a morning pick-me-up and then again as a pre-workout. So uh, tell me about metabolic and going to GW from, from right, right up from there, please. I'll just tie them all in together, really, because um, the GW also, while it's best, best, best known for the endurance and the fat loss, it also has a big impact on your, you know, helping you if you have any metabolic problems. And a lot of people develop different problems or metabolism slows as we age. Uh, there's multiple things that can go on there. So these are so important for that. But, you know, I've always said, and I will always say, and this is comes down to what kinds of things best suit what you want in life. And for me, you know, I'm a distance runner. I love cardio. I love endurance. I love cutting everything about it. And so one would be safe to assume that GW would be one of my favorites. And to me, it is the ultra, ultra, ultra. It's the ultimate performance enhancer because one thing I say it enhances your enhancer. Any enha any performance enhancer you're using will be enhanced even further by implementing GW into your regimen. Why? Because GW is going to give you everything that you need to go to the highest extent. So maximum output is going to equal maximum results. And if you're getting output that you would never be able to do without GW, then it's enhancing what you're doing. And because of the constant increases in the VO2 max, if, if you're pushing yourself, which you should try to push yourself really hard on G, obviously don't do something crazy, but you can, you can go, you got to understand you can fucking go. And so you got to let yourself go and get the most out of it. But I'm telling you this right now, you can do more with this one than anything. It might not be a muscle builder. But because of it allowing, if you run it with things that are building muscle, it is going to take them to a much higher level. So secondarily, you could call it a muscle builder or a Scotty Pippen because it's the best aid out there in terms of, you know, Batman or Ren Robin. GW can be ran with anything at any time in any scenario, and it's always going to find a way to benefit you and not hurt you or hinder you. 
So to me, I I want to I want to throw something about GW, and, and I just don't mean to cut you off, but I want to throw something about GW. It seems to me that when you're on a cutting cycle, right, and I've done many of them in my lifetime, even before GW even existed, seems to me that even on a cutting cycle, even if you're taking a lot of sauce, you're gonna you're gonna lose some muscle mass because there's just times in in your day during that caloric deficit that your body's just gonna use some of that some of that some of that energy stored in the muscle for for uh, for energy to, to to live to make you function it seems that on gw the process of burning body fat fat for energy gets so much easier so much and if you have a steroid that is that is trying to keep your body from from catabolizing from taking the energy out of the muscles and then you have gw in there that man it just it's almost like it's pushing the fat into the furnace it's almost like it's just creating energy out of that fat pretty effortlessly i think it it really helps to to protect it, it doesn't have a direct anti-catabolic effect, but the fact that your body can easily turn into fat, turn to fat for energy, it really, it, it does have sort of a, a non, non-direct anti-catabolic effect for somebody cutting somebody in a caloric deficit. What do you think? Oh yeah. I, one of the, a couple of things that I always love about it is that it, it seems that you always end up holding, unless you're just you know, some people are using it for the highest amount of fat loss and, you know, they're way under calorie maintenance, but it can, it can be a benefit in that regard. It just, it always seems to help you hold muscle. It, it, it just, and another thing that I did not mention that I, I better bring up while, before I lose my train of thought on it, not only all of these things that we were talking about, but one of the reasons I tell everybody it is a apps and I did a video on this, it's posted why that carterine gw 501516 is a must with trenbolone it's not only because it mitigates the cardiovascular side effects that's obviously the big dog in the fight here but not to mention it it helps to lower blood pressure and reduce cholesterol and what are two of the things that trend can really fucking hurt blood pressure and cholesterol one of the things that doesn't get talked about because like the the night sweats and the all of the aggression and you hear those things first, but this is all a problem, you know, and same thing with Anavar, same thing with Anavar, Anavar will fuck up your, your liver profiles. Um, I'm sorry. I should say Anavar will mess up your cholesterol, uh, your lipid files quite easily. And people don't, people yes. think Anavar is so benign and so free. And this is why I've suggested it many a times. Hey, you want to cut Anavar and GW? Why the fuck not? It's a great cutting stack, but yeah, um, Anavar will mess up your, your, your lipid profiles quite easily, just the way you're describing. And GW could be a good a good answer for that, for sure. Absolutely, man. GW, uh, and and just real quickly, I know we're talking about SARMs, but that that whole nonsense about Anavar not it, it, just because it's not as strong as an Anadrol or a a, a D ball or Halotestin on on strength and toxicity, it's a fucking toxic oral steroid, and it most certainly go ahead and run at six weeks. Try to not run any PCT like I see people to say. Don't run anything to protect yourself with it, and then go do your blood panel and talk to me. And if I'm wrong, fuck, I'll blast it all over the internet, but I guarantee you, you're going to be fucked up. I guarantee it. So I, I, I know people sleep, I know people you know sleep on it because the side effects are, yeah, people sleep on it because the side effects aren't, aren't all there. But look, if you're taking 50 milligrams of Anovar per, per day, that's not as far as liver damage goes because of the methyl group. That's not that far from just taking Dianabol. Um, 
really nice. Like I know. 50 milligrams of Anadrol are not going to hurt your liver that much more than 50 milligrams of Anadrol. Now, you're going to get way more side effects on 50 milligrams of Anadrol, 50 milligrams of Debo. You'll feel different things. You, you might be on Anavaro, you feel you feel good, feel some strength, easier to get leaner. But when it comes to just it physically damaging the liver because of the modification that's on that hormone to, to survive the past, it's, it's more of a weight issue. How much, how many milligrams you're putting through than, than which steroid it is. It, the difference is, is almost negligible. And uh, yeah, a lot of guys don't know that. A lot of guys don't realize that. A lot of guys think that Anavar is not doing anything to their liver, but it really is. Not just their liver, Dude. their their lipids. I mean, it, it's it's there. It's Everything. Doing some shit. Seriously, fucking seriously, man. I, that drives me crazy. The one that you can say doesn't do all that shit is Proviron. Other than that, that's it. You know, I I ha, huh, it drives me nuts. I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. So uh, going into the last two that, that don't really have direct effect on the on the androgen receptor, but are quite beneficial for, you know, bodybuilders, athletes trying to heal faster, trying to perform better, trying to lose body fat, gain muscle mass, which is kind of the ultimate goal we're trying to do here. MCOS 677. Uh, talk to me about that one a little bit more. So that is one that I made a comment. I think it was now, what What are we, 2021? I believe this was like 2015 or 16. I said directly to people, this is going to quickly become the favorite of many. And it really did, man. So it's a secretagogue. And basically what it does is it mimics like your ghrelin receptor, which is not something that very many compounds are ever capable of doing. Um, Why it makes you hungry. That's exactly right. I was just going to say it's your hunger hormone and that's exactly what it does. And that's why that first kind of month, six weeks when you're using it, it kind of hits you pretty hard um, in terms of people struggle, man, with that hunger. I mean, they really, really do. Some people can't handle it. And that's why I always say to take it at night. Hopefully that hunger is hitting you at night. Same with the possible lethargy that you can get on it. But it's got some pretty unique benefits, man. Like, I really say study HGH and you're, you're damn, you're as close as you can possibly get to it. Um, it boosts not only like growth hormone, hormone levels, but your insulin like growth factor hormone levels too. And the studies that they have done really, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it was fucking impressive on how much you know, growth hormone and IGF boost, there were over, they were comparing it over three, six months, three months, six months and a year. And every day, the year was the maximum benefits. And it was showing to be fine to be used in those studies. But it was, it, you know, it's got the healing benefits, like I was talking about earlier, when we were talking about the, the healing stacks, and we're talking about enhanced muscle growth, accelerated recovery. And one of the things too, that that some people sleep on and I sleep is it the huge benefits that it does to enhance your sleep. It increases your REM sleep. All right. So, and some of the reports were up to 50%. Um, I know that a lot of us struggle with the sleep quality and oftentimes it can make you a little lethargic during the day. If you're taking it in the mornings, you might want to avoid that. But one of the other things is the fat loss. And there's plenty of studies that I've read 
that talk about the amounts of fat loss that are had over time with it. Because a lot of people will notice some water retention early and they're overeating early. So they automatically think it's going to be this huge weight gainer. And it might be initially, but as the time goes on, it's the fat loss and you see it over time and it's really, really nice. So, and you know, it, it has some other, uh, HGH benefits, better looking nails, hair, skin. You're going to notice all of these things, not to the level of HGH, but you're going to notice, um, these kind of benefits with it. It's, it's really, really nice. It's a, it's a highly sought after compound. Anything to be worried about as far as MCOS 677 and, and that, that GH production? Can, will it go back to normal after you get off? What, what would be the main concerns? Uh, they're raising uh, different questions, different concerns. The ones that you've seen out there, kind of address them. Let us know what you think. So some of the, I'll just kind of give you a, a little bit of a rundown of side effects. Like I was talking about the lethargy, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, water retention in the beginning. And I've told people several times, one of the ways to combat the water retention is the sodium to potassium ratio, where you really got to be in check. Most people eat way too much sodium and not even remotely enough potassium. You want to stay in that 22 to 2400 milligram range a day of sodium when you're using this, especially. And a lot of people eat double that and don't even realize it. There's a lot of things with a lot of sodium in it. You don't even realize, and you don't realize how little potassium you eat. You want to be like 3,500 to 4,700 megs of potassium. And most people eat like half of that. And bananas are not the answer. I just want to throw that out there before anybody says anything. Um, there's plenty of good foods with a lot of potassium in it. Plenty. Uh, you're not going to take a potassium supplement. One serving of a potassium supplement is about 3% of your daily value of potassium. You're not going to take a hundred pills of those and get anywhere at all. So just don't even consider that as being something you can do. You've got to get it from food. Um, but then moving on, I just wanted to address that because a lot of people complain about the water retention and they, they, that's the answer to at least mitigate some of that problem. Um, you might get some joint pain like you would with an HGH and a lot of that's from the water retention. The increased appetite is one that we were talking about, and that can be really hard on some people um, and some people not so much. Um, and then some reduced insulin sensitivity is possible. I always tell people if you've got any kind of issues, um, any kind of diabetic, it's just stay away from it. Just don't even bother. That's There's a lot of debate on that. I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not trying to be controversial. Just stay away from it. All That's my recommendation. I'm not going to go any further than that with it. But, um, aside from that, just don't go over 25 milligrams a day. There's no point in, in going that high. Um, just keep it at 25 milligrams a day. If you're a female, I would say 12.5 milligrams a day. Um, I've seen some females that have a terrible amount of water retention or just don't feel very good on it if they go that 25 milligrams. So I would keep it down there, but I, I don't run it too short or you're not going to get any of the benefits out of it. If you, you'll get some, but if you're only going like 12 weeks on it, you're, you're not going to see a lot of the results I'm talking about. Just like with HDH, you wouldn't see all the benefits from it because it's a, it's a gradual get to over time. So there's a lot you can get from it, but you got to be patient, understand how it works and kind of know what's coming with it. And take care of the precautionary things that you need to take care of. But, you know, it, it's, it's safe to an extent if you just use it properly.
Yeah, it sounds like MCOT 677 is kind of the one you want when you're cutting, when you're bulking, when you're just on storms, yes. when you're on steroids. You kind of want it there because it's a you're exploiting a pathway that neither steroids no nor other SOMs are really are really exploited. I mean, I guess if you get into peptides and GH, then yeah, you can replace MCOS 677 for 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 just human growth hormones and peptides. But unless you're using those, it's kind of like the one you should be using, cutting or bulking, SOMs or steroids or combination of both. You kind of really want to be running it. I guess most, you know, if somebody wanted to run MCOS 677 right, you'd have them take it six, eight months. And within that time frame, they could run a nice little bulking cycle and then a nice little, with a little break from MK677, you stay on that. PCT, liver cleanse, and then you could run a nice cutting um, cutting program after that. And you could really just completely change the way you look in a matter of six months um, by just doing something like that. And, and the whole six months, you stay on the MK677, no matter what other things you're doing with with within your androgen pathway um is that is that correct what do you think about that you think about that yeah idea? i mean i i i really really would go to that extent and that level with it the six to eight months man i think that if you're going less than that you're just cutting yourself short i really do um and you got to do whatever you're comfortable with but you know there's good and bad ways to do it or not bad but less than max beneficial i guess um but i agree I, you're you're all if you see me post on the forum i'm always telling people to get the most out of it you're going to going to go a minimum six months on it um just think about this and what aside from six seven seven the only thing that you're going to get better in this realm is actual hgh so what's the what's the benefit to going with six seven seven well you don't have to inject you got a lot less worry of getting fake shit um there still is some concern there because six seven seven fake because of the expense but you go to a good reputable company you're not going to have to worry about that the cost is going to be the biggest thing that you notice how much cheaper it is to do it this way and i think when you factor all that in you might have, the 677 makes the most sense um a personal preference some, most some people can get can get legitimate hgh and then they themselves fuck it up in in their house exactly when they reconstituted the way they store it shaking the fucking bottles put it i mean you you could get legit hgh and you yourself damage most of it while you use it that's exactly right there's so there's very little room for error with hgh where with 677 it's like hey just don't put it in extreme heat or extreme cold and that's it. You know what I mean? That's it. And we're talking about extreme here because uh, you can mess HGH up just if the, if the temperature changes too quickly, even if it's not the upper or lower range, quick temperature changes, shit, even, even shaking a bottle. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of little ways you can damage a, a portion of your of your growth hormone that, that doesn't happen with, with MK677. That part is definitely interesting. And yeah, everything you've been saying is true, brother. I've seen a lot of guys get incredible results, report some incredible uh, results just from using using MCOM. Absolutely. I'm telling you, man, it because it, it, it was one of those things that it was out there early, but it was so expensive and not that many people carried it for many years. 
it's it's been around but i'm telling you there was i i still remember there was two places that had it and one of them was like 250 some dollars a bottle and it was just insane one of the more expensive peds i've i've ever seen on the market yeah it went down a lot now but back then it was that nobody used it and that was that was why um but it is very, very popular. And with like we just discussed with damn good reason. I mean, damn good reason. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Uh, so, Dylan, people want to reach out to you, find you. Isarms.com. It's your home forum. Isarms. I mean, I don't know if guys need me out there need me to spell it. Uh, that's your home forum. Uh, what about on, on, on YouTube now? Because of the content that Dylan delivers to you guys for free on, on YouTube, makes a ton of videos, YouTube kind of has it out for him. And every few months, they'll cancel his channel. So the best way to find the latest and greatest Dylan Gemelli videos, obviously, number one, you want to register to his forum. And he'll always drop you a link to where his, his YouTube video videos are being published now, what account. And two, you go right on YouTube and you Google Dylan Gemelli. Uh, if you have any questions on how to spell that, you're listening to this podcast now, look at the, the description. His name will be on the description, just the way you'll be able to find it on, on YouTube because you're what on about your third channel now, Dylan, right? They, 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 they don't like the content. They come after it after a while, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, uh, I, I, I think now I've eliminated any possible avenue that could have any sort of problem i don't you know you never know who fucking knows but uh i think we're doing good i mean the channel's being rebuilt i lost over a hundred and some thousand subscribers before which is a pretty stinging pretty stinging thing but hey you know we're not bitches here we just move on and we figure shit out and keep going and that's what we're doing i mean we're almost back up to five thousand people back really quickly so you know the content I, I feel is getting a lot better. I could be wrong, but I feel like it is. I feel like uh, things are coming across better, more positive and better discussions. And it just seems like it's everything's going nice and smooth. And I want to keep it that way. So we're just going to keep working hard, man, and keep rebuilding it. And the support's been just unreal and a lot of great, great people commenting. And it's been awesome. It really has. You know, this this podcast we are recording on in August 2021. When you listen to this, it could be, you know, August 2023, 24, 25. Who knows? The, the content will live on. But Dylan Jamelli, right on YouTube, YouTube him, um, and you'll definitely get to his channel, icearms.com. Get there, register, ask questions, send Dylan a, a private message. Look at the main forum page, and there will be updates, threats, updating uh, Dylan will let you know when he releases a new video and the link, go check it out. Definitely very knowledgeable guy. He's been a good buddy of mine, a good friend of mine now for uh, going on a decade, man. We've been, we've been yeah. uh, collaborating on different, different work, different content, different things. And definitely you, you are great, great addition to, to, to the community to help uh, spread the knowledge, to help share the experience and yeah, man, always love having you in the podcast, man. Great, great dude. I uh, always have some, some good discussions. So um, with that, it, man, I'm signing off. Anything you want to plug, let people know about before we go. No, I just appreciate everything always. And I, 
you want me on every single time you do it, I'd come on for you, man. I always enjoy it and it's always a blast. And I always end up leaving fucking laughing or smiling or in a good mood. And that's, that's what it's all about. So. Yeah, same here, man. It's awesome. Awesome having you, brother. So with that, guys, we're signing off uh, Elite Fitness Podcast, and uh, we'll be in touch. Definitely more and more uh, Dylan and Rick podcasts on the way. There's some surprises in the pipeline. Just uh, hang on. Go to icearms.com. Go to rickyvrock.com. Send a message. Be on the lookout, and we'll, we'll definitely be letting you know about some, some new podcasts. Uh, have a good one, Dylan. You too, brother. guys well that was episode number 21 of the elite fitness podcast that was the end part two of the dylan jamelli interview rapid fire psalms questions all wrapped up join us next week for episode number 22 where we'll have mr rick collins the famous steroid lawyer who's defended many defendants in many cases all to do with performance enhancement drugs steroid psalms research chemicals all of that good stuff He'll be here next week talking about it. Episode number 22 of the Elite Fitness Podcast. Come join us. See you here next week. Guys, this is just a disclaimer. Everything that Dylan and I are talking about is all theory, is all our own ideas, mixed in with a little bit of experience. A lot of this information is for entertainment purposes only. Do not take any drugs or engage in any training programs without first consulting with your doctor. Everything we discuss in this podcast is not to be considered medical advice. You need to find a doctor and along with your doctor decide what you can and can't do as far as uh, this whole uh, training thing. So that's it. <laughs>